0: Hello.
1: <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> oh my <Hello>. God. That's <laughs> deeply disturbing. <laughs> that That is our intro for every episode. Just, it starts with silence and then... Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there's this amazing um video that i could say there's this um show that i really like that's up uh, it's these two uh drag queens that i really enjoy who like just they just do like topic based you know whatever talk to the camera about mm-hmm. stuff and there's this like weird thing rhythm that they get into where they'll they're one of them is really good at like a very gentle warming like hello or like mm-hmm. goodbye and then the other one is just every time she tries to copy it it's just like hello and it's like <laughs> like oh, too much too jar or they're like Goodbye. And it's like, oh, well, why is that so like they just can't do it right? Like yeah. they can't sound genuinely warm on my camera. And honestly, highly relatable. <laughs> but, like a camera in my face, just like shark eyes,
1: dead smile. <laughs> can't do it. It is, it is uh, t- there's an art to doing sign-ons and sign-offs Absolutely. to podcasts. <laughs> and I'm not we, sure if we, we got master I-, I think we've got the sign-on okay. This episode, uh s- not, withstanding. not withstanding, Uh, I think we've got the sign-ons. Okay. It's our sign offs that need work. We always have yeah. this moment, and I know that people listening can't tell. We have this moment, I think, where we get to the end and we clearly realize that we're at the end, and we all kind of look at each other like, uh. Well, we're all playing chicken with
2: who's going to have the last word, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, we. And it should be you. We're, we're, we're gonna fix that in the future. You guys. take this one. You take this outro, okay? We're calling it now. You're okay. gonna take the outro. Just do it do it right now. Is okay. all you're saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> Like just at the end of this episode, you have you have a couple you have like 30 minutes to prepare. Like, but just God. like you, we will when when the conversation reaches its natural conclusion, we're gonna go boom, and look right at you. Perfect. And you're gonna have the outro. You
1: know I'll be ready. Yep.
0: Welcome to the Lads of Game podcast. I'm Lad Robert. I'm Lad Jimmy.
2: <gasps> I'm Lad Jack, but oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. I, that was literally spur of the moment. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking taking oh, this one. Oh in. my God, I can't, I can't believe my billing got bought. <laughs> You you have to
0: stop using this podcast to get out your spontaneity. I can feel it. I can feel this happening. It's your fucking no rating thing that you sprung yeah. on this. It's this thing. You need to go like. You need to, to go a, to a rave or something. I, yeah. I live
1: by such a code in my day to
0: day life that this is my moment. This just... is not the place for you to live free. This is no. the yeah. place for structure. Oh my God. Oh. Uh, and
2: all that. Uh, anyways,
1: you can,
0: fi- you
2: can fix that in editing, right? You can put me first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going okay.
0: to swap. I'm going to swap in okay, Yeah, I'm cool, not cool, going to cool. go. I
2: just want you to know that like, you'll be hearing from my wife. Because this <laughs> well, has been contractually negotiated. We'll, right,
0: so we're, okay. we'll let people down. People that are listening to this that are expecting... Jack to be second in the March order. They're gonna order turn it here. off. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're That's like, this is, oh, I must be listening to the wrong podcast. Uh, yeah, I, oh, I, the, this is—is is this the fellas who game? This, <laughs>
2: this, <laughs> this is uh, alternate timeline. Bros, like, <laughs> yeah. you know? bros who play. Oh my
1: god!
2: This <laughs> like, the dark timeline. <laughs> welcome
0: to Bros Who Play. We're gonna talk about Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is Bros Who Play. We're gonna talk about dating sim. Like we're gonna know? talk about
0: Call. Call Duty and FIFA. Listen, FIFA, listen yes. Welcome to
1: Bros Who Play. We're going to talk about our fantasy football teams for the next uh, time. That, that could happen. <laughs> that's, that's, that's
2: real. I'm, I'm also playing Call of Duty right now. So. Oh, no, yeah. What's, what's your no bro thing, yeah. My, like, broy game that yeah. I like. On um, fantasy football. He's got hmm. Call of Duty. I don't think he have. I don't really know. I have to think about that. I mean, I guess something like, you know, because I like, you know, Fortnite and, like, want to do Overwatch and stuff like that. Yeah, for, like the those, closest? Fortnite's very, like, feels very... Oh, moment. no. Um, civilization. That's total, like... Is smell, that bro-y? It's well, it's not bro but it's, like, total, like, c- creepy gamer smelling my own farts. You know what you yeah. were saying? Like, yeah, yeah, saying. That's probably uh-huh. the most out-of-step of my normal type of gaming that I enjoy Is like, really hardcore turn based strategy
0: to be honest I think if I, we're talking about games that we've played this one that we're talking about today kind of feels like it fits into that male heavy kind of but like you know, category so more than any other is
2: one of the, the only streamers that I like uh, the Eurogamer team um, one of the um, women I think her name is Zoe who she loves this game so mm-hmm. it does appeal to I know women who like this game and like, yeah. so it, I think it, but I agree with you it's like probably more male skewing but
1: this definitely it it feels like a game that everyone who has, a, like, a video on it has, like, a neck beard type of thing.
0: <laughs> I, I think I think the thing I'm thinking of, too, is, like, this is a real man. Like, no, none of those soy yeah. boys are, like, Kratos. Well, like, it, the type of, so it is the
2: type of storytelling that is very masculine appealing because it's, like, he still gets to be tough and, like, yeah. fuck shit up. But it's, like, oh, but look, he, like... His lip quivered. Yeah. Emotion. And that's like right. as much emotion that, like, my man, we can, we can expect from a male protagonist. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're here talking about Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> good work
2: Dude. when mario's lip quivers <laughs> well, all of our lips quiver. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's not it's a me it's a us <laughs> wow oh
2: boy. that, that ten ten dollars says that they will say that will be a line like that yes. in the movie um we're, we're here today for a quick
0: little bonus level um god of war ragnarok maybe one of the most anticipated games I can think of of all time, it feels like probably
2: the most anticipated game of like this fall season right now. Just for this console generation. Since Breath of the Wild 2 got is pushed 2023. And I guess Pokemon, but you know not to the same extent. You know, Defi- huh?
0: definitely yeah. of this year. I yeah, easily absolutely. the most highly anticipated game of this year. Uh, God of War has been around for a long time, but mm-hmm. this 2018 uh sort of reboot of the franchise really kind of just took the world by storm uh and the the Ragnarok is coming out very soon. Uh, uh you know, we're not sure exactly when this episode is going to come out in relation to the release, but it will be likely within a week. So, yeah. uh it's coming out soon. Uh, if you're listening to this we've also already announced that we're going to be playing the game of
2: course because
1: yes we are
0: topical we are uh you know a, a media company devoted <laughs> to keeping up
2: with the trend i think it's important to engage with culture that is going to be very much talked about yeah. even if you're not 100 in on the that's kind of why i still will see marvel movies and stuff because it's like it does get talked about and mm-hmm. it's like even if every single Marvel movie is not like, oh, I'm so excited for Ant-Man and the Quantum Realm or whatever, it's still like, yeah, I want to like know what this culture is about. And I, I think it's
1: important to be well-versed. Yeah, we uh, here at LADS have um, major FOMO when it comes to video games. A hundred percent. We, we to.
0: need to play everything. And the reason why we're even talking about it in this way and not in the like, oh yeah, it's coming out. We're like so excited, because if you uh you know, if you check out our Instagram at Ladzu Game, you will know uh that we rated this game very poorly. The not first of us the really 20, liked the, it. The yeah. twenty eighteen <laughs> game was rated very poorly. In fact, if I'm gonna refer to my notes, I think we referred to this game which we played in season one. This is like, yeah. stinker I It was think. like the stinker <laughs> yeah. of
2: the year, right? Is that what we called it? I don't it? remember, but I mean, it's interesting because it really just was like. N- usually, I feel like in a game like this, where there's like a controversial opinion, there's at least one of us that does end up liking it, yeah. or there's like some controversy on controversy on the pod. But
1: this was a rare exception where it was like none of it really didn't speak to any of us. Yeah, yeah. The, it, I, it was early in our lad's career too, and mm-hmm. I remember thinking as I was playing it. Um, and, and like now nowadays, I'm much more comfortable just being on my own if need be. But at the time I was thinking like, oh man, I really hope. That, the, that Jack and Robert are also not liking this because yeah. I'm not enjoying it. I and definitely I definitely think we were talking why. about it a
2: lot as we were playing it and being like, this is not
1: working. Well, this us. was this right.
0: was pre-podcast, so we didn't have yeah. any outlet. We, to... Yeah, we didn't have <laughs> it. We weren't
2: trying to keep everything a secret. You know?
0: right. <laughs> but yeah, so we didn't like it. So we thought we would jump on real quick and talk about, you know, maybe a couple of the things we didn't like about the first game mm-hmm. and how we're hoping maybe they can improve them in the second game. Uh, and and I, I think for me, i I'm trying to go in as much as possible, with an open heart mm-hmm. for this game, because mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> unfortunately, it was so highly regarded. I'm worried they may go into the oh if it don't it's not broke don't fix it kind of thing. But I'm it hoping does they look make quite similar. I'm hoping they're making enough changes for me to change my tune. Mm-hmm. But I'll also say too, you know, if you love this game, which statistically you do, uh, yeah, <laughs> you you love this game. Uh, that's totally fine. You know, we're not trying to yuck your yum. A new oh, phrase I learned from go. a couple episodes ago. Um, um, but, you know, it just didn't sit well for us, and so we want to talk about it going into this I think NES there's a game. lot of
2: objective merit worth yeah. discussing about that game. It just, I think what ultimately happened with it just didn't speak to us. Yeah. You know?
0: So uh, just to, a little sort of recap, if you're not 100% sure, and I'm seeing a big old paragraph there. Um, we're going to try to do some
2: on-the-fly cutting, but yes. Uh, but, Jack, I believe you have um, something prepared about yes. God of War
0: 2018.
2: If you do not know about God of War, and again, we're specifically speaking to kind of a soft reboot of the franchise the god of war franchise has been around before 2018 but this game that came out kind of revamped it for a new generation a very different take on that character etc so if you don't know god of war is an action-adventure video game developed by santa monica studio and published by sony interactive entertainment it was released worldwide on april 20th 2018 for the playstation 4 with a windows port released on january fourteenth, 2022 Um, The game is technically the 8th installment in the God of War series, the 8th chronologically, and the sequel to 2010's God of War 3. Unlike previous games, which were loosely based on Greek mythology, this installment is loosely, loosely inspired by Norse mythology, with the majority of it set in ancient Scandinavia in the realm of Midgard. Um, There are two protagonists, Kratos, the former Greek god of war, who remains the only playable character, and his young son, Atreus. And we follow these characters after the death of Kratos' second wife and Atreus' mother, as they journey to fulfill her request that her ashes be spread at the highest peak of the Nine Realms, while Kratos keeps his troubled past a secret from Atreus, who is unaware of his divine nature, and along their journey, they come into conflict with monsters and gods of the Norse world. Very lengthy. That's
0: very a lot. lot. I mean, it's it's a it's a <laughs> very tried.
2: it's a very heavy game.
1: Yes. Yeah, which is probably like one of my bigger problems with yeah. it. I feel like.
0: Um, so, w- before we jump into it, um, I don't think we need to rehash any of our
2: ratings for. No, for we're not really or, re-reviewing. We're just sort yeah. Of doing. They,
0: we did we didn't play it again. We're, we don't. We wouldn't put ourselves through that. Um, <laughs> but let's uh, let's take a, a, a just a quick break here, and then we'll start talking about uh, the game. This episode of the Lads Who Game podcast is sponsored by Daylight Saving Time for when you want to do something completely useless and also fuck up everyone's week. And when you finally roll out of bed, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the
2: lads on Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Lads Who Game for any and all updates.
0: Now back to the show.
1: This was a game that was was so highly talked about and regarded at the time and even in the years since it has come out. Uh, and, it, and it's one of those things that, like, it, you almost felt like you couldn't have an opinion to the contrary, like, everyone was saying this was just the best thing in the world. Um, and and it, it got annoying to me. You know that, like, phenomenon where people just talk about something, it's like, oh, it's the best thing or best thing ever. Absolutely, and yeah. you kind of go into it primed to be like, We'll see about that, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I went into that game with that attitude, honestly. But that's definitely how I came out of. Like, oh my god! Like, I roll with the yeah. amount of praise that this. No, I believe the hype. Like, this I game... was like
2: ready to go into it, being like, "This is gonna." I, I remember watching the trailer mm-hmm. and being like, "Oh, this looks like right up my alley. Like, yeah, exactly." This, what I'm gonna This enjoy on,
0: on paper, this checks all the boxes. Mm, yes. I really like this type of mythology. Love I like North kind North of. Mythology. I love kind of that like bloody, crazy combat too. I think that's fun in the appropriate like moment for it. Mm -hmm. Um, it, You know, it was advertised as being very cinematic, which is something that really Mm -hmm. resonated with me. Everyone was saying the
2: story was so thoughtful, you know? The the graphics
0: themselves, like, you know, I think, I mean, you know, to its credit, even being four years old, like, there's a lot of games at that time that I feel like already don't hold up. This game still for sure holds up, like, oh, yeah. graphically. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it it checked all of those boxes. Yeah. And especially, too, as all three of us are relatively new to the PlayStation family of, of like, consoles mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, I, I had a PS4, but I think you two, uh, minus, like, a PS1 or whatever, like, you didn't have a 3 or 4, right? And I you know. just didn't
2: even... I, the first PlayStation I bought is the PlayStation Five. Oh, and then yeah. you I added had a two. PlayStation One and Two. Got
1: and it. Then not three and
2: four.
0: Yeah, but we had all sort of like skipped a couple generations, mm-hmm. and so I think this was one that this is one of those games that like, and PlayStation has a lot of them that's like is an exclusive and it makes everyone feel like shit because it's like yeah. so highly lauded and like yeah. it's it's something that like we were all really looking forward to playing. Yeah. too, And it was free,
2: too. Yeah. It was on PlayStation Plus. Uh, at- and I think it still belongs in that as far as like, again, I know Horizon, you know, is a well, different studio, but yeah. it's like. It belongs in that canon, I think, of like, yeah, these are our flagship characters.
1: Yeah, well, this I, isn't the
0: PlayStation All-Stars mm-hmm. raw
1: star. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. I, I really strongly believe, and I, I mentioned this at the end of our uh, Season 2 wrap-up, that I, I think Alo- Aloy for sure de- deserves to be the face of PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, and I Because that was maybe my biggest issue with the game, to just get to the point, is like I thought Kratos as a character was so boring. It, his story with Atreus... Did nothing for me, and and I, I would love to talk to someone who this really impacted this story, because to me he was just a grunting, you know, sad, angry man who like just referred to his kid as boy the <laughs> entire time, and I I didn't see the like character development, and I didn't see the heartfelt story. Um, I know like. Perhaps infamously in my view, like the worst thing I ever read about this game was some reviewer saying that Kratos taught him to be a better dad, which is so overblown it's a, and it's unearned. It's yeah. like, but he was serious. Yeah, he was no, like totally. like tears in my eyes, like taking this to my grave, which is weird, because like, you know, again, not to yuck his yum, I suppose, like I love when games do that to you, and yeah. I love that he has that going for him. Um, You just fear for his child. (laughs) (laughs) I just just kind of like, where did you get that impression? Um, Because, oh my God, I thought it was so boring most of the time. I think a lot of what this game earns in that regard to
2: talking about what you're saying, Jimmy, about how it was like, the positivity is like so overblown. Is because if you were a longtime fan of the original series, this portrayal of kratos is so different from the old ones that i think that if you don't have that context going into it of like how different kratos is it doesn't impact you at all because it's like well i didn't know the old one so this doesn't mean anything to me and we'll talk a little bit more about this but there's story elements too that come into this game that don't land If you don't know the entire lore of the previous seven installments. Yeah. And I think that's a real misstep because it does a lot for people who know the series. And it it captures that nostalgia and that excitement of seeing this character portrayed in a different way. But it doesn't do anything to bring in Mm -hmm. people like us who are like new players and had were hoping to get interested in Kratos as a character.
0: And I think that kind of goes into what I really wanted to talk about mm-hmm. here, which is that I feel like the game I actually feel like a lot of video games are taking um it's split where we're not people are not as specifically trying to blend the like over cinematic story heavy with like perfect gameplay mm-hmm. it's we're seeing a bigger split of a game that's like really gameplay focused or like really cinematic yeah, at least yeah. like in terms of like triple A type games Totally, and yeah. I love that I actually think that's the best move because it's really hard to do both super well uh, a game like Last of Us which focuses a lot on cinematic versus gameplay I think works really well mm-hmm. I think for a game like God of War I think they focused way too much on the cinematic yeah. and people are focused on that instead of like what they're actually doing yeah Mm -hmm. the big kind of like shtick for this game is that it's you know air quotes one shot yeah right Mm -hmm. like everything is is uniquely weaved together there's no like cut to black screen kind of for the most part yeah there's no loading Um, screen um, there's no loading screen it's all very fluid which is a a feat for sure yeah it's a it's a technological feat i think it's an interesting like thing for a video game Mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of ways that it works really well but My wish is that they spent all that time weaving that together and focus it on the gameplay, which I thought mm -hmm. was really boring. I thought the combat, while, again, very cinematic and having, like, a cool kind of flair to it was uh, just, like, void of anything of substance. I never found it very fun to Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's interesting to look
2: at. I liked the throwing the axe and recalling it mechanic. Mm -hmm. That worked for me, but... I, to your point, again, too, I, I just feel like it's it's pretty standard. Like, I don't think it was doing anything super special.
0: Well, what I, mean. I found myself doing was just constantly doing that, yeah. you know, yeah. and and there's like a lot of, you know, um, either like skill trees or like upgrades or whatever yeah. that f- it, it just didn't feel like you needed to do them. And it never like directed you in a way that made it make sense. Mm-hmm. And so it was just this kind of like jumble of different things. And it, I just wish that. They, people would stop giving credit for this game, for those kind of things, when there are a million other games that are doing it a lot better. Yeah, um, I will say that probably my favorite times playing this game were the, like, actual cinematic fights where yeah. you're like hanging off of the giant monsters yeah. and stuff yeah. those are fun it was a lot of like kind of quick timey type right. events that is when i was like oh this is good but i wish that for everything else the more like day-to-day combat or whatever <laughs> yeah. it, it was just like a little bit more like thoughtful or fun it just well, didn't yeah. kind of feel like
2: anything but this is something that it. we've talked about obviously not on the podcast but i remember when we were playing this game that i really think is a failing of the combat is that the enemies don't feel super diegetic. Like obviously the big boss battles and like the things where you fight um like Freya and her yeah. sons, whose names are escaping me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like those make sense, but there's a lot of times where you're just walking down a path and it's like, ah. Five tree blights. I, I and it's kind of like
1: okay, not, not sure. Not only was it um, like technically unsatisfying to fight those like grunts, for lack of a better word. Uh, I remember a big takeaway I had was like visually they were so boring looking. Yeah, they were just like these like generic monsters. Um, with again, with the exception of like the set piece bosses, mm-hmm. most of them were like so unremarkable and just. I I think the the critique I had at the time was. Um, Kind of using the critique that a lot of DC, DC movies uh, get, like the superhero movies, where um, you often see Superman or Batman just fighting like generic CGI aliens. Yeah. To where like it means nothing. Like they're so boring to look at. And yeah, I feel like it was life. the exact same thing in this game. And, and I'm, I take
2: it, oh,
0: sorry, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I'm sure, you know, it, I know this is, like, a like a good studio that has a lot of money involved, and I'm sure there's, like, some sort of inspiration in something that, like, exists in either mythology or whatever. I know that a lot of, like, effort was put into that. That doesn't change the fact that it still, like, just feels like grunt number one. Well, they're yeah. not
2: interwoven with the story, and compare it to something like Horizon where every enemy is interwoven with the idea of the story. You know, like the machines, obviously. But even when you're fighting like human enemies, you know, there's always a reason why there are hostile human enemies. It's not just like you're walking down a path and there's like, ah, here's like 10 random tree blight things or whatever that just kind of are there for no reason
0: my my memory is that there's something like they're trying to stop him or something like that and there's some controlling force but um, that is so generic it's though. generic and it's also like really forgettable to me yeah. Yeah. so even if there is something there which there may be for like big fans listening like sure. it just never like clicked with us sure
2: I'll, I'll say in case I'm wrong about that, that and there is some sort of very specific story reason that I just missed or for, have forgotten since we played it My point is that the detail is not there in terms of thinking about how the enemies diegetically work with the world and the story. It's just slapped, it's just a layer of paint. Yeah. You know, it's just
0: for a game that you're literally playing as the god of war, Mm -hmm. you know, I, you can't neglect the combat yeah you really can't it's and,
2: surprising that you're playing a god and it feels like the scope of the combat and the world is very limited yeah, yeah. you uh, it feels and, very narrow.
0: and there, there are points where you get new things and it definitely like changes throughout the game and there was times where i was having more fun than i was like at the beginning and you know i really did like walking into that like tree turtle thing yeah. or whatever like the,
2: the set pieces aesthetically are great you yeah. know like yeah. the, the environment is beautiful it's graphically stunning there's lots of fun stuff like that there are, i just think there
0: are good performances in there for great sure vocal yeah. performances yeah it's there,
2: it's just it's not generic it's the
0: in-between it's yeah the,
2: it's the gameplay like it's all the story stuff is interesting at least even if it doesn't ultimately work but it's just yeah it's like You also forgot to make a video. Yeah, it's
0: like it for me because I'm in my head. I I keep making this comparison, but it's similar to Last of Us where I don't actually find the Last of Us gameplay very like Mm -hmm. engaging or the combat. But it's like you have a gun and you're shooting these zombies and there's like other stuff. It's not trying to like pose that there's something else. My problem with God of War is that they set up all these crazy cinematics and like customizable whatever and skill tree type stuff. And even then, with all of that, it just feels
2: sort of like lackluster. Yeah, the upgrades system in that game I remember not
1: enjoying. I either. would never used it. I, yeah. d- I just simply didn't use it. Yeah, I simply didn't use it. And I beat the game. And so yeah, that's exactly. a problem. Like If you can beat the game without ever engaging with the skill tree, then you don't beat a like skill I, tree. We've, we've talked
2: about this before for sure with skill trees, but it's like um, I just think that a skill tree needs to be fun in the way that it's like this flavors how I play the game. It yeah. shouldn't be I need this to beat the game or or what happened with God of War where you don't need it at all. Yeah. It needs to be like, I look at the skill tree and like, ooh, I want to do that ability. That would really yeah. make it fun for me to play, yeah, you yeah. know. And Ghost and, and
1: Horizon do excellent absolutely. jobs with their
2: Second, Forbidden uh, West skill tree. I think I think the Zero yes. Dawn skill tree is not as good. I agree.
0: And I and think, too, it's just that the game overall, I think to all of us, just felt a little empty.
2: Yeah. I'm fine. The world is really empty. I'm fine
0: with a linear path, I think. Like there can that can be done where it works really well. Cause that they, this is what this game is. There's really only like one route to go for the mm-hmm. most part. You're you're literally climbing the mountain, right? And it doesn't give you a lot of options. That's fine. Not every game needs to be open world. But mm-hmm. for the parts where there are some places where you can maybe explore, or there's like a little town with a shop or something like that, it just feels vacant. Like it just yeah. feels this like lifeless thing that you've you've no idea why I, you're I feel in like, this space. Mm-hmm. They were trying
2: to have their cake and it too. They only had this design for a very linear game, but they were like, "Oh, but people like open world, so let's try to throw in some like side rooms." Yes, yeah,
1: side beaches you can go and dock yeah, on. Yeah, I the don't boat. think
2: that's as exciting. I really don't think this game should have that, you know, yeah. I know exploration. And I, I, I can't believe I, I'm saying that, but I feel like
1: no, that would be I really throw. don't think it's an exploring Listen, I, game. I've got I've got a podcast or a one-up uh or DLC, you know, waiting to talk about how open world games are so overused unnecessarily. And I completely agree. I think like this game, there was never any reason to pursue any of the pseudo open world functions that it did have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just just put us on the path. Especially since it's so hell-bent on being a movie over a game. Like, yeah. Then just let it be a movie, then. I'm, right. yeah, I'm fine Not with that, but you <laughs> could
0: commit. Commit one way or another, yeah. is mm-hmm. my thought. Absolutely. So let's take a quick break here, and we'll talk a, a little bit about what we think the next game, Ragnarok, mm-hmm. uh, can do a little bit better.
2: <laughs> yeah, so... Um, before we sat down to record this, I rewatched the story trailer specifically for God of War Ragnarok. And it's a great trailer. Like, it really, it's very enticing and intriguing and visually stunning. And I think one of the things that I didn't enjoy about God of War 2018 is I really felt like the story was just missing something. And it felt a little, By the, it felt a little bit like by the time I got to the mountain and, you know, uh scattered um kratos's wife's ashes it just felt like a little almost underwhelming um obviously it's very emotionally resonant but it was waiting for that like turn or some piece of information that made it even more significant you know mm-hmm. it almost just feels like yep they- this was the story of kratos and atreus's journey up the mountain and along the way they ran into some funny people <laughs> you know <laughs> some and characters I'll exactly and i do think even though there are video games that i think do this well i think god of war really suffers from the lack of a clear antagonist you know it's not really clear like some of the norse gods are kind of coming after kratos for perceived transgressions or There's
1: the one skinny dude too yeah yeah he beat up but, a
2: bunch right it's basically him but he's not really in most of the game and it's This is really the thing is this is a long winded way of saying I think that one thing that Ragnarok might benefit from is that going into it there is already a very clearly established antagonist in Mm Freya where she's out for blood and revenge against them. And there's also this looming apocalypse because Ragnarok is is Norse apocalypse, right? That's the idea. Sure. I think that's what I, I think that's what Ragnarok means. But like or something to that effect. But um. You know, there's a very, there's a much more clear threat. Whereas, even though I like the idea of our goal is to scatter her ashes and that's very emotionally resonant, it makes it tricky for a video game because so much of a video game is about what stands in your way. And because all of these people are standing in his way, it's not that they're standing in his way because they, no, you can't scatter the ashes. They're just, mad at him for other reasons <laughs> yeah and it just kind of feels like disconnected for me and i also feel that while the atreus and kratos thing is interesting they didn't play with the secret of atreus's divinity enough mm-hmm. for me i think yeah. that's like the really interesting conflict going on between them and instead it just kind of devolves into a little bit of this like Kratos is mad at him because he's not listening. Yeah. And Atreus is like, yeah. I want to do my own thing or whatever. And it's just a little more generic. And it's, it's, it's,
0: uh, treat, it's trying to treat these literal gods as like just a regular old, like, like father and son, which yeah. I, in theory. I like that idea, yeah. But but not executed really. Yeah. Well. That's the like, like ignoring I, the stuff that makes them gods,
2: which I think is special too. I yeah. think what's interesting about the first story is that. Kratos is like ready to leave all that behind you know he just wants like a simple life or whatever and I love that idea but I love the idea of Atreus no but I'm a god yeah because that's so cool Um, like of course a kid is like I'm a god that's amazing and this guy who's been a god for a long time and has seen what that how that wreaks havoc on his life is like ready to leave that behind but I think Based on the story trailer, it seems like they're ready to play with that more. Yeah, yeah. And throwing in the wrinkle of Freya hunting them, I think, is really interesting and will give them a more clear antagonist and a clear goal to work against. And so I think there are elements that could work better. It's almost like this, the first game, is like set up
1: for the second yeah, game, and that's how yeah. like the story doesn't I'm, work. I'm really hopeful in terms of my like singular wish for the second game that just um, Kratos speaks a bit more and it like he's <laughs> more of a character rather than a caricature uh because i think like he's just an angry son of a bitch in the first one and and that's it and i i'm hopeful that it'll be a little more in depth in terms of like you know i, I get the whole idea of like show don't tell but like the only thing he ever showed was blind rage there's you know, like a
2: couple boring. of moments where there's like a scene i remember that i i did enjoy very early on where um Kratos, uh, I think they're like they find like a dead deer or something or some sort of dead Mm -hmm. monster, and Atreus is like really affected by it, and he's looking at it. And there's this moment where the camera angle, you can see that Atreus can't see this happening, but Kratos like starts Mm -hmm. to reach a hand out to put a like on his shoulder, and then hesitates. And I'm like, that's great, yes, but that was like one of the only moments, yeah. You know, so it's like it just, I appreciate the interest in restraint because I do think that this game could read. I think part of the reason the older games are considered much more caricaturious as compared to this is because it was way maximalism 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 yeah. and they were really trying to pull
1: back on that but i almost feel like they pulled back a
2: little too well,
1: far yeah i guess like for anyone um who would like critique it and say like well it was subtle or whatever like you don't want to go too far i'm like no i'm not asking you to go too far yeah. i'm asking you to do it well uh it, there's I, a it's a very
2: delicate balance right yeah. and i think it, there's just something about the way that Kratos is portrayed in that game where I crave that... If you're really going to lean into the fact that it's like cinematic and it's like a movie, it's like I crave that protagonist's journey, like that change, you know? Yeah, and yeah. he doesn't... He changes a little bit, but it's like so small. And Atreus is ultimately the more interesting character in that game, but he, I'm not playing as him, so that and, and he's annoying as shit. And yeah. he also can be annoying at times. And so it's like, I, I just think... Based on what we've seen in the second, in this trailer for the second one, I really, there's this interesting wrinkle that I didn't catch the first time, which is that Atreus has a secret that he's hiding from Kratos. Mm. And I love that idea as a character playing, or as a player playing the character of Kratos to be like, what is Atreus hiding from me? Yeah. You know, like that's interesting to me and I, I hope that those elements as well as the inclusion of the Ragnarok threat and Freya will make the storyline a little more streamlined and a little more, not, I don't want to say direct, because I feel like direct has this connotation of like, well, you don't want a story to be direct, but you know what I'm saying? Like just a little more... Clarity of voice.
0: I need more. I feel like the Kratos, and you know, he's a gr- he's a grieving man, right? And bringing, yeah. bringing your wife's ashes is probably, you're probably going to be a little like more introspective and in mm-hmm. as much as you can. And I think that's interesting in theory, but when that's the whole thing and we don't get much of the before or the after, which mm-hmm. maybe it's in previous games, but my understanding
2: is it's a pretty hard reboot. No, the wife is not really mentioned. She's like a, that's, a, I also, I craved knowing more about their relationship. Yeah. yeah. And there's that reference to Athena, too, which is so the, the thing that weird thing about it being a reboot is that it is a reboot, but it is building off of previous lore because there's that scene with Athena in the boat. Oh, yeah,
1: Athena,
0: I don't know,
2: it was somebody in a boat. It's either Athena or um, what's her face, the god of love, goddess of love, I can't remember, whatever. Um, and that's from a previous game, mm-hmm. so it is still the same Kratos, it's just like they sort of rebooted the tone for lack of a better word. They did, you know? they did
0: that. They just did that with the new Call of Duty game. Like, it's Modern Warfare 1 and 2. These, these ones from the last like, couple years. They're the same characters from the games back in like 2000, yeah. like 10, 11, but it's like, they're different. it's like a different story, but like some of them were connected. They really, it's a little confusing, like, yeah. you know. And
2: I appreciate the idea behind what they're doing. Again, I just think it's more impactful for if you've played all the other God of War games. It doesn't stand on its own. Yeah. yeah. If you're new, at least for me, it did not stand on its own as someone new to the franchise yeah. because it requires this intrinsic knowledge of the previous Kratos to appreciate.
1: Maybe I missed something as something that bothered me with this story um, the entire time was the whole story was built on the idea that Atreus doesn't realize that he's part God. Yes. Correct? You don't think that even once Atreus asked why is my father like a seven foot gray man <laughs> with tattoos who <laughs> is seemingly indestructible? Feel like that's a little weird <laughs> and that Atreus is like I'm maybe, different maybe, maybe that's a
0: secret maybe he knows I also that doesn't bother
1: me as much that bothered, personally but that bothered me and then it also bothered me that to your point about wanting to know more about the wife okay. I wanted to know like I don't know, How does a god meet a lady and settle down? Well, that like, is
2: pretty common in
1: like Greek mythology. And yeah. Well, I would have like, liked to have but seen. But I, I, I would have. Like,
2: I I feel like it's it's really hard to ask an audience to care about an unnamed dead character. Yeah. If we don't know anything about this person, and the only
1: attachment to that mm-hmm. character is another character that I don't like. <laughs> so yeah, what, I, I don't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just. I
0: actually don't mind that. I I think for me, like something that I would really. is is the big thing. If they fix the combat and gameplay Mm -hmm. of this, and I would say Mm -hmm. the thing is to minimize it, if you fix those things, I'm more likely to engage with everything else. If I'm having fun... And I and I can just say okay here's the game and then here's like the cutscene here's the yeah. game and here's like I the think you're gonna scene. be
2: sol on that I don't think I gonna
0: think so tweak it too that's my that's my understanding uh, for the most part but I hope maybe there's something in there for me uh, this time mm-hmm. uh, yeah. any like f- any final
1: thoughts uh, ahead of this launch here I am excited at the very least to play a very historic game like yeah. this is a triple A. AAA Okay, first new AAA since Horizon Forbidden West for us? Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Uh, yeah. I, I, I am excited to your point about, like, it's going to be talked about. And, like, yeah. these moments, whether they work or they don't work for you, are still always exciting just because they are moments. And so that'll be fun to be a part of that discourse. I am
2: excited to um, have us uh, fully cinematic crafted story to pick apart (laughs) because even though i love the games that we've been playing and there it's been interesting to talk about story for celeste and for one of our other games coming up i think it'll be very interesting to talk about the story of that because it's it's a story that's told in a very video gamey way Mm -hmm. um which i i liked but you know we'll get to that um i'm very in I, i really it's my favorite activity. You know, I I even talked about this on the podcast, but um, one of my jobs is to do coverage for screenplays and it's my favorite activity. I love to read something and be like, here's why it doesn't work. X, X, Y, Z next, you know, here's why this works. Blah, Blah blah. You know, I just love to do it and it's what my whole background is in. And so I'm, I'm excited to good or bad, have a very fully fleshed out story to be like, and let me take my red pen and mm. start editing. You know.
0: Yeah, and I think that this game is not is not gonna it's gonna be about the same as God of War in mm-hmm. terms of my appreciation for it. I'm excited to be proven wrong. I'd yeah. love to be proven. I would wrong. love yeah. to be. I
2: would love to yeah. be like I hated that first game, but man, that second yeah. one is amazing. Yeah, I, you know? I I feel it's I like I don't mind going against
0: the grain of like the popular. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, but. I did feel like I was missing something. It, when it's this drastic, it
2: does feel like a I, little.
0: It's almost like I feel out of the loop. I'm Like, am I crazy? That yeah. Like, thing yeah. is,
2: it it feels funny because it does. There are people who I I feel like I would I respect, who really like this game, and I really I, it's exactly what you were saying, Jimmy. It's like I really want to sit down with just like and not. It, this doesn't sound like you know sell it to me like sell right. me God of War. Yeah. I just mean like I just want to hear what your take on it yeah. is because. I'm genuinely curious if there is a take on this game about why they like it so much that doesn't revert back to, well, the one shot. Well, Kratos is so different. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, like, because that's the thing. I feel like those are the positives that I always hear over and over again that don't work for me. And so I want to know if there's a take on this game that someone has about why they like it that diverts from that. And I don't know if it exists, but if you you are this person. (laughs) Let us know. Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe we'll have you on the pod. Yes, absolutely. All
1: right. Oh God! I forgot I was supposed to do this. Um, <sighs> outro, Jimmy. that's story. Right. Anchor. As we come to a close here today, lads, uh, I want to take a second to just uh, let you both know how much I appreciate you as uh, oh. as pals mm-hmm. and as friends. Um, and I would also like to announce that our next game is going to be. <laughs> and we cut. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lads Who Game podcast. Be sure to subscribe and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're looking for more Lads content, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lads Who Game, and head to our website, ladswhogame.com, for write-ups, ratings, and guest essays. You can also check us out on our Twitch channel to watch us stream our current game, Fortnite, Runescape, and more.
0: Boy.